0: With all the news breaking around the NFL, there's tons to talk about, and we're going to do all that today. You're listening to the Clock Dodgers podcast. Let's talk about it. Locked in to the Clock Dodgers Podcast. Clock Dodgers Podcast. What a day of news, my Clock Dodger family. What a day. What a day. Well, you know, today is more of a, a recap, not even a recap, a update from news that we have spoken about since the offseason has begun, since, you know, the, the season ended, the Super Bowl chance were crowned. There's been, you know, news bubbling and percolating here and there, and we've been covering it. But there's some updates to cover today as well as some other new news. And so I figured last, you know, yesterday's episode was, was I don't want to say heavy, but we covered a lot of ground, we covered a lot of ground, Josh, Justin, me, best ball ADP. It was heavy. So today we're going to cover some of the uh, the recent news, the headlines, and just kind of update everybody on what's going on in the NFL kind of discuss and see, you know, what these things mean. So we'll start with the fact that, you know, there's players being cut right now across the league. Some of them are surprising. Some are, you know, more noticeable and, and, and reasonable and obvious. Uh, but the reason this is happening is because the league's salary cap is less than what they had projected it to be. due to everything that took place last year, you know, less money was made. Therefore, they have to now, you know, drop the salary cap. And now teams have to cut players because they were projecting for a higher amount of money to spend. And that's just not happening. So right now, if you're following Everything that's going on across the NFL, all the news that's dropping, all the, you know, Adam Schefter, all the tweets from everybody, they're all telling you all the players that are being cut right now. And the players are being cut. I mean, they may have been cut either way, regardless, but a lot of them are going to happen and it's going to get tight because of the money. So that's why we're seeing some names that may seem surprising um, or just, you know, kind of random that are happening. So that's all due to, you know, the, the salary cap issues. We'll start with the fact that Josh Gordon tweeted today and said that he asked to be released from the Seahawks because the news dropped that the Seahawks released Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon, usually, to be honest, like if you follow him on Twitter or, or anywhere else on any social media platforms, he's not really the type to talk too much, uh, especially about football. Uh, you know, it's probably, you know, it's personal to him. It's not his, it's not his move usually, but today he came out and he said, Hey, I asked to be released by the Seahawks. I don't know what that's about. Um, it's interesting. It's an interesting move you know, to to put that out there publicly. Um, obviously, we've been talking about Josh Gordon. We just talked about him recently a couple episodes ago. And I, again, I don't need to reiterate the fact that I want to see him return to the NFL. I want to see him have an opportunity again. I want to see him get it together. I It could be an issue with the fact that we talked about the fan-controlled league, um, that he's going to be playing in. Maybe the Seahawks had an issue with that. Potentially, that could be it, right? So if they had an issue with that and he's saying, hey, I just want to play football, you know what I mean? So release me if you got to release me because I'm going to do this because I want to play football. That, that's it could be something as small as that, you know. So Josh Gordon, hopefully in 2021, will play for a team in the NFL, but it's not going to be the Seahawks, apparently. Uh, no, no more to go into on that for now. We'll see where he signs and we'll get we'll get more heavy into it at that point. Uh, ben Roethlisberger update. We talked about him earlier in the offseason. Uh, the concern when the when the general manager came out and spoke about it and said, hey, you know, we got to figure out what we're going to do with Ben Roethlisberger. You know, like, what what what, what is this scenario? How is this going to play out? Because we need cap space. We're paying him a lot. You know, something has to give here. And we talked about the idea of possibly the Seahawks, I mean, not the Seahawks, Steelers, having to move on without Big Ben. I said then it wasn't reasonable. It wasn't expected. It wasn't likely uh, just because even if they cut him, there was a lot of dead cap, a lot of dead money there. And it just didn't make sense all, all around for everybody. So he did take a pay cut. I believe it was like a $5 million pay cut or something. Um, so the important thing to take away from this is Big Ben, another year in Pittsburgh, which means all, all the assets there, all the offensive assets that you're concerned about, Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, they're all safe, right? Because we know we know who Big Ben is. That's the only beauty in a quarterback you know, even if you're like, man, he's old, even if fans are like, man, I really wish we could move on from this guy. The, the one, you know, positive we could take away is we know exactly what to expect from Ben Roethlisberger. Right. That's, that's just, it's just straight to the point. So, you know, that you don't have to be concerned about Chase, Chase Claypool going into the season or Deontay Johnson going into the season. Those guys are going to do what they did because Ben Roethlisberger is going to do what he did. So that's, that's good news in a sense where, you know, it's good to have some repetition, you know, continuing in Pittsburgh and, we don't have to see no dramatic you know, shifts. Tyrell Williams, signed by the Lions, recently cut by the Raiders as part of these salary cuts. I'll say this. As a Raider fan, I was rooting for Tyrell Williams. I was happy when we signed Tyrell Williams. Um, his family is Raider fans. His dad was a Raider fan. The storyline sounded great. Um, he started off with a bang, right? Because we were like, it was a situation for Raider fans where Antonio Brown bailed on us. And we're like, well, what do we do now? Right. And like Tyrell Williams was kind of like a savior of sorts uh for that season. So it sucks the way it ended for him, but he just couldn't get healthy. The entire time he was a raider, it was injury after injury after injury. I don't know if it's due to him playing through injuries, if it was just freak incidents. Regardless of the point, Raiders needed to get out of that out of that situation, out of that contract. And he had to go somewhere. So the Lions signed him. They're in a situation where they don't know what's happening, right? Like, they don't know what they're going to do with Kenny Galladay. They got a new quarterback. So they get potentially a weapon. I I talked to some Lion fans. They were a little surprised by the contract that Tyrell Tyrell Williams got, especially coming off of that injury. But, you know, if if Tyrell Williams can stay healthy, he's really not a bad weapon. And he's definitely someone for you to consider in a fantasy late, late, late in drafts. Um, You know, a flex starter if he's healthy. You know, a guy that you can, you know, keep on the bench, use if you need to use. It's just a matter of health. If he can stay healthy, if he can't stay healthy, it's just a waste. But if he can stay healthy, Tyrell Williams isn't a bad wide receiver. So don't let you know, don't let the past couple of years, the little da- the down the down seasons because of injuries, get you to, you know. Don't 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 make it completely kill his value because he has value still. Uh, and Golden Tate was cut, so kind of Golden Tate out, Tyrell Williams in. Eh, whatever. Chris Godwin looks like he's going to be tagged. Is that? I mean, there. It's not. It's not set in stone. Don't quote me on it. Don't run with the headlines. <laughs> but right now, you know the, the latest reports, what people are, are guessing and assuming. Their educated opinion is that he's going to be franchise tagged. I spoke about it. We spoke about it. Yes, yeah, last last episode, uh, during the ADP episode about Chris Godwin's situation that. Best case scenario for all of us is that he returns to Tampa. Um, Tom Brady, we know what he's capable of. We know what this offense is capable of. We know how he plays alongside highly talented receivers like Mike Evans. So, you know, we'd rather that not change. We'd rather that situation not change because, sure, he can go to a really good situation and a really good offense and things are still good for, for Chris Godwin, or things can get way worse. And I'm too big of a fan of Chris Godwin to see this get worse. I don't, I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to witness that. I don't want to be a part of that. I do have some Chris Godwin stock. Um, but he's just one of those guys, man, that I'm rooting for. I'm pulling for, he's super talented. It works in that offense. It works. And you know, if he goes into another explosive offense, great, but I, I I don't want to see him in an offense where it's like, he's the number one. There's no one else pulling the attention. We don't know how it's all gonna play out. I don't I don't want to see that situation, you know, for Chris Godwin. So if he gets franchise tag, get that money, get 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 paid, even if it's just one year deal, <laughs> get the money and, and play another good year and revisit this again next season, especially if he stays healthy all year and he can bounce back, you know, in a major way. The last thing I really want to make sure we cover um before we wrap this episode up today is uh, Raiders GM General Manager Mike Mayock spoke to the media. Um, it was yesterday or two days ago, depending on when you're listening to this, when, I, when we're recording this. But he spoke to the media. He said some interesting comments about you know certain players. He wouldn't really he wouldn't really talk on anybody's status or their career. Like if he's cutting this guy, you know there's reports about this and that. He wouldn't really speak on him in terms of that. The one thing that I thought was interesting was that as we continue to talk about Derek Carr. And, you know, there's people out there saying, oh, the Raiders, you know, uh, are on the list for Russell Wilson, you know, as one of the teams that he would be traded to um, the Raiders were interested in Deshaun Watson. We kept hearing that. Right. Like the Raiders name as, as a fan of the Raiders, you get used to the Raiders name being thrown in everything. And a lot of times it's to elevate, you know, that players uh, return. Right. Whether it's a sign, a new contract, whether it's being traded and trying to get the the value up, the price up. Um, but some of these are, are legit uh, players want to play with John Gruden. You know, they want to play for him. They want to play in Las Vegas in a new stadium. It's all understandable. But uh, Mike Mayock was super, uh, a super endorsement of Derek Carr. And and him and Gruden always talk well, you know, uh, of Derek Carr. But it was like over the top. It was over the top. So I know some people, hey, I don't like coach speak, right? I don't like, this is GM speak. I don't like GM speak. I get it. Like, I, I get that you're you know you don't want to put too much stock into that, but I I, I put more stock into it probably than the average uh, fan, average fantasy player, um, and I believe Mike Mayock when he says these things. I don't think the Raiders want to start over with Derek Carr. What I mean with a new quarterback and, and move Derek Carr because it's just a lot of work, man. It, it, the offense was was really well ran really well last year. Derek Carr was not the issue. I know we talked about this before on the show, and so why would the why would the Raiders have any interest in a new quarterback having to learn? John Gruden's playbook, having to learn to work with him because we we know from all reports that John Gruden for quarterbacks is tough to deal with, man. He's, you know, he's critical and um, intense and he expects a lot out of a quarterback and Derek Carr embraces that while some quarterbacks, you know, struggle with it. And then you have to set the whole, the whole thing all over again. So I, I don't see that, you know, situation being any different than Derek Carr being the starting quarterback for Las Vegas next year. I seen one mock draft, you know, you can't help but start checking out these mock drafts and stuff for uh, the NFL draft that's coming up this year. And I seen one draft, I think it was CBS, their latest version of it. (sighs) Yeah, I believe it was CBS. And they had Devonta Smith fall into the Raiders. And I thought that was super interesting. And I would actually love that. I wasn't thinking about the Raiders drafting another first round wide receiver after they drafted Ruggs last year. But hey, why not grab, you know, Devonta Smith? Yeah, I guess because the other side of it, I'm thinking is Nelson Aguilar, (laughs) and Nelson. Shout out to Nelson Aguilar. Like I'm not knocking him, but he's not a superstar. He's not, you know, he doesn't have that kind of potential. So I wouldn't mind a Devonta Smith in in Las Vegas. I still slip up and say Oakland sometimes. It's habits, nature. You know what I'm saying? So. Those are, those, are, those are the big headlines that I wanted to make sure we covered today. Those are the big things that, you know, that to touch on, the big topics, the big headlines, the, the hot topics, the hot issues that are that are bubbling right now. If you guys missed last episode, we covered ADP for best ball, third and fourth rounds. It was super, super fun. Josh came back. Um, we had Justin Edwards from 4 for 4 on. So go back and check that episode if you didn't. Oh, always remember with these ADP episodes that we do, especially with best ball, is that these are very... Um, specific, uh, the, the ADP right now is very different than what it's going to be, you know, when the season is close. So understand that when you're listening, right? Like this is not preparing for the season right now. Like as if things are going to happen this way, this is, this is the, the nuts, fantasy nuts (laughs) drafting right now, doing best ball and things are going to fluctuate so much with the draft with free agency. With all that kind of stuff, so don't don't when you listen to it, don't get too caught up. Just just more think about more about the strategy, the players, how we're talking, you know, what we're talking about because that stuff still stands. But the actual draft spot, um, don't don't put too much, you know, don't put too much into it. But it's a fun episode. So definitely go check it out if you haven't. Next week we'll do rounds five and six. We'll just keep doing it. We'll just keep you know rolling along and covering and covering all the ground we can because again it's. It's definitely interesting and important to look at, and it provides a lot of context for strategy and advice and all that kind of stuff that we're doing. Um, so definitely check that out. Guys, please make sure you subscribe to the podcast. You can do it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I know most of the listeners that we are getting we get from is from Apple Podcasts, and that's what you guys dig. I, I personally use Apple Podcasts a lot myself, um, but all, all the platforms out there, you can just search Clock Dodgers if you're watching on YouTube right now. Please, yo hit us up on the um on the podcast app too. Subscribe here on YouTube, but also on on the uh on the podcast app. Just subscribe somewhere. We really appreciate it. And if you can leave comments, reviews, five star reviews, we appreciate all that. Remember that you are our best endorsement. You you know your clock your support is it was what matters more than anything. And so I can't thank you guys enough. Those who have already supported and continue to support and continue to retweet and tweet these episodes out and share them with family and friends. I appreciate you guys more than you can ever understand, more than I can ever put into words, in a video, or anything else. Um, but shout out to you guys if you haven't already, follow us on you know on Twitter at clock dodgers, same Instagram as at clock dodgers. We're on Clubhouse now. Follow on Clubhouse. You, you just again all all, all the same tags. Search Clock Dodgers, you'll find us. Um, but definitely, definitely tap in with us. Tap in. We like we like chopping it up with you guys. And if, if you need to reach out on a more serious level, you can DM me. Or you can send an email contact at ClockDodgers.com and I'll reach right back out. I respond to everybody. I follow everyone back. Um, Just hit me up. Send a message. Hey, love the podcast. Hitting you with a follow. Whatever it is. And I'll make sure I follow back. Uh, Other than that, guys, as always, be kind, be great. Keep diving.